0: Bill Santos, EMPOakville.com, back with another Job Placement Tips podcast. Uh, we've been uh, talking about the different choices that you have as you uh, go out and uh, look for employment for your job seekers. And uh, I said to you there's about nine in this category we've gone through. Four of them we will go through the remaining ones here in this podcast. But if you missed our first podcast where we went through choices one through four, you can always check that out at uh, jobplacementtips.podbeam.com, jobplacementtips, all one word, dot podbeam.com, or you can check it on our website, uh, empoakville.com, and if you missed them and you want a copy, I'll send it out to you. At Just uh, write to us at info at empoakville.com, E-M-P-O-A-K-V-I-L-L-E.com. Okay, let's continue on uh, number five here where we look at micro versus macro marketing. So when we look at the job market, we can see it from the macro perspective of what do employers want in their candidates or the micro level, which would be, you know, what does this one employer want for this one job at this one specific moment in time? A macro approach would hear that most employers want entry-level employees to have, for example, a grade 12, a micro-approach, however. You would hear that for this one job, right now, the employer just needs someone who is reliable. And if they have grade 12, well, that would be great, but they have to be reliable. The marketing approach using a macro-analysis would be to ensure that all candidates are qualified when they leave the agency. So they're sold to the employer as qualified candidates as described by the employer. Now, the marketing approach using a micro approach, well, that would be to realize that not all your candidates would achieve the qualifications that were demanded by the employers. You, you will see if there is any flexibility in those qualifications for this one job at this specific moment in time, given your ability to outline value to that employer. Point number six, looking for specific job possibilities versus multiple jobs. When job developers contact an employer, they have a choice between looking for a specific job for a specific candidate or looking for a multiple of jobs without a specific candidate in mind. Often vendors or internal job developers are paid or at least instructed to find a particular job for a single candidate. Their job development would entail hunting for this specific job within the time frame allotted. If this job is found, but it soon does not suit the employee, the candidate, well, the hunt would begin all over again. Specific job searching is often a recipe for a waste of resources and time. It is a very low productivity strategy because it is better to look for job possibilities within the agency's frame of reference at any contact point with any employer. This multiple search strategy will generate for you more jobs and generate a better rate of return for both the time and the resources invested. If need be, specific jobs for specific candidates can be targeted inside the selection of the prospective employers this approach is more effective than using the strategy of being job specific candidate specific in every employer interaction choice number seven ideal needs versus real needs now the real need the ideal needs are the employer's wish list when hiring a new employee most times employers will outline the best that they want and not the least that they will take. Now, real needs, on the other hand, well, they are the baseline needs in a job. These are the needs that the employer knows must be there in order to consider a candidate. Real needs speak to functionality, and ideal needs speak to hope. Often we can meet real needs, but we have a difficult time attaining ideal needs if you work with candidates who have limitations. Well, the real needs are... Way more important to you than the ideal needs. Now, most employers tell you their ideal needs first. And only their real needs if you ask them. All employers know they very seldom get their ideal needs met and are prepared to settle for less. How much less? Well, that depends. And that is exactly what you have to find out. Ideal and real needs will vary by job, by employer, and the circumstances that the employer is facing at that specific moment in time. Number eight, respond to the employer versus influencing the employer. The job developer has basically two choices when engaging an employer and taking the job order from that employer. The job developer can respond to the employer by taking the order as described by the employer, ensuring they understand exactly what the employer means and needs. We'll call this order taking. The job order is taken and responded to as the employer has given it. The alternative choice is that the job developer can try to influence the job order by asking about the real needs and proposing alternative solutions the employer may not have thought of. We will call this job development because the job is developed beyond how it was originally presented by the employer. And finally, number nine, the best candidate versus the viable candidate. The choice really here is, you know, it's the bird in the hand versus two in the bush scenario. It also has a similarity to the competitive slash non-competitive choice that we spoke about in the other podcast. See, the agency has to design its marketing strategies, and when it does, there are essentially two approaches, presenting the best possible candidate and winning the job through a best candidate approach, or recognizing that they do not have the best possible candidate. But at a moment in time, with this one employer, the agency's marketing solution will work, although it will not be the best solution, but will give value to the employer through what we call a viable candidate. Now, this is an important distinction because if the marketing and sales presentations are based on the best candidate and you are not presenting the best candidate, well, then it invites frustration and employer alienation. The viable candidate approach requires more of an understanding of the employer and more job development work, but it offers more jobs and lasting relationships with employers. This approach works at presenting a solution that works and adds value, even though it is probably not the best solution. Now, it should be noted that most businesses have given up the idea of the best candidate. Instead, they set their sights on asking, will hiring this person work out or will it cause me unnecessary problems? Most businesses are too overwhelmed to be figuring out what is the best and what is not, and are prepared to accept the candidate that is there at a given moment in time. Well, if you would like a transcript of um, this podcast, you can write to us at info at empoakville.com, empoakvill com, or you can uh, check out our website EMPOakville.com. On the website, you will see all of the different training programs we offer, the organizations we've worked with over the last number of years, and want you to know that we are offering our workshops now, the same content, uh, over Zoom just to facilitate, given some of the restrictions in travel over the last little while. And so, hey, check those out, and uh, I hope uh, you share this podcast with your friends, and we look forward to being back in touch with you next time. Take care. We'll see you then.